Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Right, we heard from the finance minister why the Alberta government has decided to pause rate increases, says it's not a policy reversal, says gives Albertans some certainty through this year as they continue to look at ways of trying to make uh, auto insurance more affordable. Joining us uh, for some reaction uh, to that announcement, uh, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, here this morning, Shannon Phillips, NDP finance critic. Uh, Ms. Phillips, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Okay, so there was a vote on this in December. The minister says there's a difference between uh, a rate cap and pausing rate increases. Is that a a meaningless distinction or does it seem like, does it seem, do you like the government's reverse course here? Well, uh, no, because uh, this is a fake rate freeze. Uh, A number of drivers will still uh, see increases under this proposal. And uh, yes, there was a vote on this matter because we put uh, a bill before the legislature saying let's have an actual real rate freeze. Uh, uh, pending a review uh, so that we can make things more affordable for drivers. The government rejected that approach and instead have come up uh, back with this sort of uh, uh, half-baked strategy um, that uh, where there are still a number of questions that doesn't necessarily uh, address any of the issues facing drivers and uh, certainly uh, will do very little uh, uh, right now to restore affordability for a lot of folks, especially folks who don't necessarily maybe... uh, qualify for the $600 payments that uh, the Smith government has brought in, thinking here of young people without kids, for example. Right. But given that, that you've called for a rate freeze and this prevents those rate increases from being approved this year, that, that doesn't seem meaningless. Well, the, the loopholes, uh, uh, you know, render this uh, uh, particular policy a bit of Swiss cheese. What we have here is uh, uh, if you happen to get a ticket, your rates can go up. If you move postal codes, your rates can go up, etc. Uh, if uh, someone hits you, uh, it's unclear uh, whether your rates can uh, uh, still go up. So we've still got uh, a number of ways in which uh, this particular approach is unlikely to address the actual underlying affordability challenges for people, which come from uh, uh, the government taking off the the rate caps that we put in place in 2019 at the behest of insurance lobbyists uh, and uh, and then people's rates shot up between 20 and 30 percent that's the the real uh, underlying issue here is that uh, it's all very well and good to freeze rates after they've just uh, gone through the roof by uh, you know 25 percent but there's a reason why people are hurting out there just, just to be clear, you mentioned uh, tickets. I mean, someone who gets a distracted driving ticket, are you suggesting that, that rates should be frozen for, for that individual? Well, I'm not uh, really sure what kinds of uh, driving infractions are, are uh, captured here. Uh, and I think, uh, again, that's because this has been sort of very slapdash. It's very chaotic. It doesn't at all reflect any previous statements by either the finance minister or the government as a whole, who have been dead set against any type of uh, uh, rate freeze of any kind. You know, I, I, they have railed against it for three years. So what exactly is within this? I don't know if the government themselves knows, uh, uh, but they, there certainly appear to be a number of loopholes, not the least of which is, and this is one we hear from people all the time, is if you change your postal code, all of a sudden your insurance rates go up. 
uh, which, uh, once again, you know, people, uh, we need to make sure that people can move for uh, uh, for work or for school. We have a labor shortage right now. Uh, uh, people are uh, relocating, and to have one more um, challenge to the the bottom line is uh, uh, really really tough for people. People are getting it uh, uh, on you know affordability measures and in the pocketbook from all kinds of different uh, areas, from property taxes uh, uh, to going to the grocery store, and certainly they've seen it in their insurance as well. So do we need a return to a rate cap if the NDP are reelected or elected back into office in, in, in May? Would you reinstate a rate cap? We have uh, certainly committed to a freeze right now pending a, a review to restore some sanity to people's car insurance bills. Um, what we know doesn't work is uh, uh, letting rates go up uh, willy-nilly at the behest of uh, insurance lobbyists. It's, re- it's worth reviewing the tape here on what happened since 2019, which is uh, as soon as the UCP were elected, uh, some you know, pretty well-connected lobbyists uh, uh, folks who had, you know, worked very closely with uh, Jason Kenney. They were hired by the insurance industry to go in and make the case on behalf of uh, uh, Bay Street and insurance company shareholders to let uh, uh, rates go through the roof. And then that's exactly what happened between 20 and 30 percent. So we need to get our arms around this issue as a government, I think, and as a province and and really restore, you know, uh, thing one, which is that uh, to, in, in order to get the insurance to put your car in the road, which uh, the vast majority of people need as a uh, uh, it's just a basic of life. It's you know sort of like turning on the lights or going to the grocery store. Uh, uh, we need to make sure that that's affordable for people, uh, and that it uh, uh, has some rules around it. And we are actually putting Albertans first in this policy, uh, not wildly profitable insurance companies who take those profits elsewhere. What about the possibility of industry losses? Do you, do you believe or do you buy the, the notion that, that a rate cap or the rate cap that was brought in previously or bringing one in now would, would mean losses for the industry? Well, you know, uh, large corporations like insurance companies are always going to come in and plead poverty. But when you look at, for example, that report that came out a couple of months ago uh, comparing rates across the, the country, uh, Alberta was still even paying higher rates than, for example, Ontario drivers, where we also have a private insurance. Uh, uh, model where, where we also see that. So, you know, I, uh, I I view those claims with a certain amount of skepticism, but that is why you'd want to freeze rates for people in a real way uh, and then uh, really look under the hood, uh, you know, to use the metaphor uh, of these policies to make sure uh, that they are sustainable over the long term and, uh, uh, and make sure that we've got the right regulatory pieces there to, to keep uh, some control over these rate increases. What we can't allow uh, is, is just uh, insurance companies to come in and plead poverty based on you know very thin evidence and then stick it to drivers uh, here in Alberta. That's that's not what uh, that doesn't serve Albertans at all. And I I feel like. You know, if you were to ask Albertans, like, what would be better for, you know, another half percentage point on uh, uh, profits for, you know, international companies that uh, don't keep those profits here uh, or making sure that you can put a car on the road? I, I feel like I know where people would land on that one. We'll leave it there for now. Shannon Phillips, appreciate your input on this. Thanks for making some time for us here. Thanks a lot, Rob. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. 
All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.